previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. It's just that, you know, Jimi Hendrix, the greatest guitarist. I don't think he had a top 10 hit. Um, you know. Uh, Isn't Jimi Hendrix the one that said, wasn't he? No, I don't think it was him, actually. I thought he was the one that was interviewed and said, what's it like to be the greatest guitarist to ever live? And he goes, I don't know. You have to ask Prince. <laughs> Boy, are you confused. Oh, my goodness. You guys are so freaking young. What? What are you talking about? No, seriously. Jimi Hendrix died in 1970. <laughs> You're thinking of Eric Clapton. Okay. Tomato, now, tomato? Tomato, tomato. No. Tomato. <laughs> no. Welcome back to the Loy Littles Podcast. On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hey, hey Littles. Roxy. Chuck. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And tomato, tomato. Roxy, I am getting so freaking slammed again. <laughs> For these comments <laughs> I made about one-hit wonder bands and oh no yeah I mean but look you want to call me freaking young you can call me young anytime you want but uh, <laughs> so we're having fun with that like I said I took the hit I think a couple years ago on that whole thing but I do have to just throw in there I mean I do want to argue a little bit that you know no number one hits I, I don't see how you can be this well I guess you can be an influential band. But I don't know. I, I'm going to just shut up because I'm going to get slammed again. So yes. I'm just, just going to take my lumps and, and roll with it. Good Welcome call. back to the Loyal Littles Podcast, Littles. So happy to have you with us this new year, 2024, Roxy. Can you believe it? I cannot believe it. The year went by so fast and we're already in the next one and it's going to go even faster because that's life and it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Now, I had some emails I wanted to read to start, but you know what? We're going to go right here and just congratulate you. Roxy is done. Roxy is officially I'm done. done. <laughs> She's done kicking her face off. Yes. Um, nine years done. Yes. <laughs> nine. Wow. It's just amazing. And yep. just wanted to say a quick thank you to all the littles who came out to support Roxy and her endeavor at Radio City Music Hall. And yeah. I, it's so appreciated. And just having people out in the audience it's a feeling like no other. I mean, being on that stage, first of all, but then to have people out there for you, cheering you on, it's truly an incredible experience. And I'm so thankful to have had so many years so far here doing this and doing what I love and sharing my love with everyone else. Yeah, I'm going to go back. I'm going to give you a little more into that. Okay. Because okay. especially when it's your fourth freaking show of the day, because that's a long day. Let's face <laughs> it. Okay. So when yeah. you know you have anybody even people you've never met before that yep. want to then say hi after the show or or not whatever just right. know that they're there to see you mm -hmm. it just does something and yes littles i mean in our business we're professionals we want to give you the best show every time the same show yes. every time yes but you know we're also humans you know and like right. i said i can't even imagine i've never done i've done three shows in a day i've mm -hmm. never done four myself so yeah. i can't even speak to that i can't even imagine but i can tell you that i know from experience that in that fourth show, having someone there to cheer you on does help. <laughs> it so helps. Yeah. I, it's, yeah. So <laughs> I wanted to also give a special shout out. Now, Roxy, I want to make sure he knows this. Sam Angel, episode 79. Such a sweet, sweet email he wrote into the big show for you, Roxy. And I wanted to make sure he knows that, yes, you did hear it. Because oh my gosh. he put in the email. It, He's like, I'm not even sure Roxy will hear this. You better believe <laughs> you send an email like that and it gets read on the big show. I'm going to make sure Roxy and her parents hear it. So. Yeah, I mean, it blew me away. Thank you so much. Yeah. And thank you for coming and bringing your sweet daughter. And I just it was so fun meeting you out in the house after and saying hi and just having that little one on one time with yeah. you. So thank you so, so much for coming and for writing such a nice email. <laughs> it was I honestly, Sam, it brought a tear to my eye, you know, because I yeah. honestly, if I'm being honest, I lost track of how many people Roxy was meeting. And I mean, I knew about Roxy Fest, of course. But there were all these other little ones here and there, and I lost track. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm amazed that I keep track. I mean, <laughs> right. it's... We hope we didn't miss anybody, you know? We, yeah. We, we're not I, sure I we tried to keep track. With all of my different worlds coming together to see the show, I think I maybe missed two people for, you know, reasons like they went to the bathroom and couldn't get back in, you right. know, kind of yeah. thing. So, unfortunately, there were maybe two, but overall, I think I hit almost everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And just again, so that's good. Thank you, thank you, yeah. thank you for all the love yeah. and support that you give Chuck and Roxy in our outside the podcast endeavors. It's, yes. it's really appreciated. It means a lot. Now, speaking of yesterday's big show, I don't even remember who it was. I don't want to know who it was. I didn't even write down the name. 
All I heard was you thought Candyman was the worst song ever made. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Roxy, do you believe this? Well, which Candyman? The Candyman can. Okay, that one. Okay, because there's there's the other one. one? Um, oh wait, maybe I got the wrong song. I can't no, because he said about how Sammy Davis Jr. also agreed that uh, he thought it was going to bring his career to a halt. Blah blah blah. So I th- it has to wait. There's another Candyman song. Yeah, actually, Christina Aguilera wrote a song called what? Candyman. That I don't. We, that's all we need to hear. I don't need to go any further. That's not the, what. That's not Candyman. That, no, that's not the Candyman song. But it's cute. It's kind of inspired by the Andrews sisters. Okay. Um, so it's, it's yeah, it's a fun song. All right. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> it's like the best part of the Willy Wonka movie. It's I'm sorry. It's just. It's, oh, of course. There's nothing like the classic. Yeah, it's an endearing song. And I'm mm-hmm. sorry. And I love <laughs> Sammy Davis Jr. doing it, too. I don't care that he thought. But as they said on the big show, it ended up winning a Grammy and stuff. Yeah. So come on. Yeah, whatever. All right. Let's get to some of our other emails that we were going to start the show with. Based on, you know, the previous episode, this is from Rick Franzosa, episode 252. He says, hi, Choxy, listening to the box fan air conditioner conversation. I remembered back in the day, my mom would defrost hamburger for dinner and cool off the kitchen at the same time using the box fan information for life. (laughs) So, see, I, I wasn't going crazy. I'd never heard of that. It wasn't until I was doing summer stock and I was like in my 20s, I think, where Somebody said that their mom said, yeah, put a bowl of ice in front of the box fan and it will blow cooler air. You know, it's interesting. It's not like it turns it into like an air conditioner or anything like that, but it's just cooler air. Right. That is interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. And then Steve Osbell, episode two. We're going to get to him in a second. FYI, Rocket from the Guardians of the Galaxy is a raccoon. His full name is Rocket Raccoon. So that's information for life for Chuck here because <laughs> I kept calling him a rodent and I didn't know what he was. So Right, right. Yeah. So and I did want to give a quick shout out to Steve Osbolt, the great and flavorful episode two. I mean, just a great time and took me out for pancakes and we got the pictures of the statue, which obviously I sent into the big show. Yeah. And got read on the big show. So that was nice. Quick shout out for him. And his catering company, Emerald City Catering. Yeah, there's a chance I might be able to help him out here. Well, I don't know if it's going to help him out. But the theater I'm working at, Roxy, apparently is looking for a new caterer. So, Oh, okay. Somebody said, they're like, you have a connection at this Emerald City? I said, well, I don't know if it's a connection. And I I mean, I got to say, I'm like, look, you know, I've never even eaten there, but I'm going to soon. (laughs) So Oz, we got to hook that up soon so I can then give a rave review of yes i've had the food it's wonderful stuff like yeah. that but don't worry yeah. i'm gonna well, do that anyway because i trust we you, have but. we have had the barbecue sauce and that is out oh, of this world true. so can, yes mm-hmm. great thank you Roxy. i forgot about that yes i can say like their barbecue sauce is out of this world blah yep. blah blah so and then real quick while we're on the thank yous thank you charles warren he used the code and we got a donation of five dollars and eleven cents so we always love that yeah thank you so much yes all right now roxy let's get to some of our New Year stuff. Okay, the big one for us was we teased it a couple weeks ago, and let's just get into it. New Year's resolutions. Okay, Ooh, now, yes. Now, I know a lot of people don't have them, don't want them, for whatever the reason, and most times probably because you can't stick to them. <laughs> and I did tease. Now, I hope this isn't a TMI moment. Okay, we've had a bunch of those on our podcast. Uh-oh. Hopefully, this won't be too Well, I'm going to speak to my last year's resolution, which Roxy yes, finally okay. figured out. I remember yeah. we teased it about a year ago. Like, I'm like, Roxy, I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm going to let you try to figure it out. I don't think right. you did. I think I had to tell you what it was. Yeah, you eventually. had to tell me. Yeah. But in general, uh, let's go back. Do you remember what yours was last year? I don't think I really had one. Okay. I mean, maybe run. Maybe. Oh, it was run a 5K. Uh, <laughs> how'd that work and, out for you? <laughs> well, I didn't, though I didn't run an official 5K where I got a bib and a medal yeah. and all of that. I did run the distance, actually Absolutely. more than the distance of a 5K. So Absolutely. I'm really proud of myself for that, yep. for sure. I can attest to that, Littles. I, I can be the official <laughs> scorekeeper for Roxy's running achievements. Yes, she Thank definitely, you. Thank definitely you. did that. We, did we time it? Did you time it? or That didn't matter. We um, didn't care about the time. I think I was running like anywhere between an eight and nine minute mile. Mm-hmm. So Not bad. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I think it's a little fast if I want to go longer distances. So pacing is something that I need to work mm-hmm. on. But I am proud of myself for at least, you know, trying. And even though it wasn't official official, right. it did happen. 
So, well, some might say that's a cop out, but it is, and that's okay. That's fair. That's fair. And don't forget, we do have a co-host who can help you with that pacing for sure. We do. We actually talked about it last time I saw him at the Littles meetup at Roxy Fest. Oh, okay, great. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ritz is a runner, and I think that's what he specializes in, if I'm not... He, he, he coaches. Yeah, he coaches and leads running groups. Yep. So he yep. deals with pacing and stuff like that. All right, yeah. so let's go to last year's for me, okay? Mine was... It was pretty simple. You know, when you get these new iPhones, they have these new features and stuff where one of them is screen time, I think it's just called. Yep. And you, it yep. shows you how much screen time. <sighs> and I'd never had that on my phone before, before I got my new phone, because I'm an old soul when it comes to those things and technology like Tony and... I swear, I always said, like, if I could still have a flip phone, I would, because I don't want to be that guy walking down the street with my face buried in a phone and stuff like that. Now, of course, I ended up having to become one of them, but that's just what it is. So when I realized how much screen time I had and I was like, I got to stop this. So there was that. And then also my main resolution was that I wanted to read more. Now, a lot of times it's hard to calculate because I do a lot of reading on my phone. But Mm -hmm. I definitely, I do not do like books on my phone. I don't have a Kindle or anything like that, you know, that you download onto your phone and read. So that's not what I was reading. I was reading news and things like that. But I just, that to me, that doesn't count. I I know it should count, but it doesn't count. I wanted to read more books, okay, and just do more reading in general. Okay. So that was my resolution. Now, the quickest way, this is the TMI part, you know, and it's funny because I'm going back to when I used to listen to Mike and Mike in the morning. Because this came up once and Greeny was like, that's disgusting, blah, blah, blah. And Mike <laughs> Golick was like, are you kidding me right now? Are you, you're an <laughs> idiot if you don't think everybody brings their phone into the bathroom with him. Yeah. And it became yeah. a huge thing. Okay. It but, is pretty gross, but I mean, it's what people do. Right. So. And he's like, if you th- he's like, you don't bring. He-. And at the time, Greeny was like, of course, he's like, I don't know. He's like, I do my business in there and I get out. He's like, I'm not bringing a phone into the bathroom. <laughs> he's like, you're an idiot. He's like, everybody brings the phone into because that's what you do. Okay. So this that's the TMI portion of the podcast. I used to do that. So my New Year's resolution last year was to not bring the phone into the bathroom. That yeah. was it. And yep. whether I read in there or whatever, I, I don't want to get into what I do with my business in there, whatever. <laughs> but my point is that I wanted to do less screen times and littles. I get that these are little baby things. These are little, but baby it's steps. Okay. But that's how you have to start. You know, you can't just cold turkey and stuff like that. Yeah. So that was one thing. And even like listening to podcasts, things like that. No, just left it and did some reading. And I did a lot more reading. And I think I was up to... I want to say a book a month, if I'm not mistaken. Almost. Yeah. Almost. Which I know for some people that's a joke. But for me, that was huge because I don't think in the last like two or three years I read three books. You know what I mean? I just. Right. I just didn't. You know, I had yeah, so much you else. read a lot. Yeah. So I started and then I got to I forget which book it was. Maybe it was Lorna's book. Maybe me and my I shadows. I think it was. The Judy yeah. Garland one. It was a longer book and it just took a little longer than a month. So that bleeded over. Then for my birthday. Our dear friends got me the Harpo Speaks book. Yep. And I was in the middle of another. I forget which one it was. It wasn't the Me and My Shadows. It was another book I was in the middle of. So I said to them, well, I'm going to finish that first, which I did. Then I started it. So I want to say I started it probably midsummer and started Harpo. Harpo is also a longer book, but it's very good. Yeah. So I wanted to stick with it. So then October hit, and that's where I went downfall. When I went on the Menopause the Musical Tour, that's where it all fell apart for me. That's okay. Um, uh, it's not really, but you know, I, I just didn't have as much time. It was very busy. And you can make all the excuses in the world as people do when they go off the bandwagon for resolutions Anything. and things like that. So yeah, so that was for me. That's where it went. So, but I felt pretty good for about nine months. I'd say I stuck to it. I was doing really good. And then the last three months, so I'm going to try and do. I'm going to continue that. Okay, yep. that's not my yep. resolution this year, but going to continue that try as best I can I'm going to finish Harpo Speaks then I'm looking forward to the Barbara Streisand book which Roxy got me for Christmas that's a long one that's a long one too so who knows but I'm just saying I did pretty good I think so uh, yeah I'm proud of you yeah yeah so all right let's get to this year before we get to our meet the littles guest Uh, okay do you have one for this year I have six but they're fast okay (laughs) okay one keep my inboxes clean Mm. yep Two, take dance classes or try new ones. Maybe Irish step, maybe street style. Three, make more of an effort with friends and family to hang out and visit and things like that. Four is run. Five, set my boundaries and stick to them. 
I need to fill my cup as much as I want to fill other people's cups. I am a huge people pleaser, but I also need to please myself. So stick to that. And then six, don't waste hours of my mornings on the couch. Get up and get going. <laughs> okay. That's a good one. Yeah. Because that happens yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Oh, for me, it's it happens way too much. So I want to try to minimize that. All right. Yeah. All right. Mine's boring. A very common one. And it's just the same old. This year, it's definitely got to be lose weight. Got to lose weight. Okay. I've put on some pounds. I'm not happy about it. And, you know, I went through a big change in my life about 20 years ago with weight and I swore I'd never put it back on. And I'm not there to where I was, but I'm, I feel like every day I'm inching closer to that. Mm-hmm. And I just remember how, how miserable I was and how sad I was. And I, you know, it doesn't help that I have a gorgeous, loving wife now, Roxy, because, <laughs> you know, who I'm sure. You're welcome. You, well, you tell me, you're like, oh, I don't care, you know, blah, blah, you know, it doesn't matter. That's not why I love, you know, that kind of stuff. And that's wonderful, of course, but it doesn't help me in the whole caring about myself and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Because, you know, I hit a big number this year for birthdays. I took my health more seriously. I did all the checkups, things like that. And I mean, according to them, I'm fine. There's no health concerns or anything like that. It's just me to make me happy. I also feel better. Like when I go running to think like, okay, I visualize basically carrying a 20 or 30 pound weight from where I used to be when I ran. Yeah. And that, Mm -hmm. think about that. If you're carrying a 20 pound weight trying to run, it sucks. Oh, I know. So if I can get rid of that 20 pound weight, I'm going to feel much better. Same thing when I play softball, which we all know I love. I mean, that was a lot of it. I'm not making excuses, but between the podcast and me sitting in front of a computer editing nonstop day and night, it feels like. And then now I'm umpiring more than playing softball. So I'm just standing behind home plate being the umpire as opposed to even just running back and forth out to the outfield when you play the outfield. You're getting your steps in kind of thing. And I'm not doing that anymore. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway. All right, that's our you know New Year's resolutions. Littles, do you have any interesting ones that you want to share with us? Write into the podcast. Let us know. We'll read them on the air and discuss. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But for right now, we've got to get to our great Meet the Littles guest, someone we weren't expecting. Talk about East Coast bias, uh, but don't <laughs> go anywhere. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. <laughs> Hey, this is John Smith. You're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Nothing's right. Everything is wrong. That I love has left me and gone. No longer will I kiss her beautiful face. Time has stopped since she's went away. How about that? We haven't, I'm going old school on this one on Roxy because can you just sit there and think, if you will, a Clint Eastwood movie like Bronco Billy or Every Which Way But Loose, Any Which Way You Can. Remember those movies? I just feel like they'd be in a bar dancing and this song would be playing. We are being played in this episode by Don Mueller and this song is called Hole in the Sky and it's off his album called Peach, Moonshine, and Margarita. Now, if you like what you hear, the best place to find all his stuff is over on iTunes. Just head on over there and search Don Mueller. That's D-O-N-M-E-A-L-E-R. And as always, we will play the full song, Hole in the Sky, at the end of the podcast. There'll never come a day When I don't think of you Till I hold you again My heart All right, all you loyal littles, it's now time to meet the littles. And Roxy. Yeah, Chuck. You ready to head out west? Yeah. This kind of blew us both away. I'll be honest, this is my East Coast bias. I thought this person was on the East Coast. It came out of nowhere before we started off air, but uh, we're going to find out all about it. Please welcome to the podcast, Steve Sigourney. Hey, Steve, how's it going? 
Going awesome. Thanks for having me. All right. oh, thanks for joining yeah, us. Yeah, pleasure's ours. This is great. Let's start there. Did I say the name right? Yes, you did. All right. Good um, job. Tony says Sigourney, which uh-huh. um, my wife always laughs at. Well, that's okay. what I was going to say. And you know I have our little yeah. trick, which you probably didn't even realize. We have this thing that we have you say before the show, which means nothing. Right. But... You know, to ask you if you know you're being recorded, and I heard you say it, and I tried. Yeah, see, we're tricky Lived there. Tony you're doesn't smart. have that situation. So <laughs> anyway, I'm glad I. But th- you'd be surprised, Steve. There's lots of times where they'll say it, and then I still say it wrong. Yep. So yeah, and yep. usually I'll say, "Hey, Roxy, why don't you do this one?" <laughs> but anyway, Steve, welcome to the podcast. As we do, we like to turn it over to you right away. Take us all the way back. Tell us, you know, whatever you want the littles to know, where you grew up, things like that. Just something about yourself. Yeah, so I grew up in Michigan. I'm from Saginaw. Oh. Um, I lived there until I was 12. Yep, the affectionately known as Sagnasty these days. Yeah. Um, okay, we got to cut you off, though, because... <laughs> When Roxy, before my dad passed, my, you know, we went out and I was taking care of him during COVID. She came out for a little bit mm-hmm. and we'd sit on the front porch and listen to his little mini boombox yeah. and his CDs. And one of his favorite songs is the song Saginaw, Michigan. Yeah. I can't remember who sings it, but it's, you know, it's a country Western song and yeah. it's one of my favorites now. And it's just, yeah. Anyway. Aww. And I've played Saginaw many times. Yeah. How long? Oh, you yeah. have. When's, when's the last time you've been there? I was there this spring. Okay. Uh, visiting so, uh, family and, nice. and stuff like that. Do you, uh, do you know the bringer in? I do not. Okay. It was like a diner. It's called oh. the Bringer Inn. And <laughs> I, I, that's what it was called. And omelets the size of your head for like four bucks. Wow. And it was going to, if I ever wrote a book, I said, I'm going to put this place in the book. I have the business card. I'm like, I'm putting it in. Yeah. When so, was the last time you were there? Oh, a long time ago. That oh. was like late So it 90s. might not be there anymore. Yeah. It might, that's why I was going to ask him if he knew mm-hmm. it, if it was still there. Mm-hmm. It was like a mom and pop diner. Yeah. 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 Loved it though. Four dollar yeah, omelets. I'm, I don't think that exists anywhere. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> I bet it still does in Saginaw. Maybe. Um, Maybe, yeah. I don't think it was there. I moved out when I was in 1984, so I was 12. Ah, okay. I'm 51 now. Okay. And the last few times I've been back, I did not notice it. So Okay, um, so maybe it was in between your time. Yeah. yeah, it's probably gone, sadly. Yeah, I guess so. Not a lot of businesses have survived in Saginaw. Yeah. It's been a shrinking community for a while. Mm. Yeah. Mm. All right, well, so when when you left Saginaw, did you go away to school and stuff like that, or where'd you go? You know, I, I moved to Springfield, Illinois for three years, and then moved to Florida when I was 15. Oh, wow. Okay. Went to high school there in Orlando. Did two years of college at University of Florida. Took a year off finished up at Rollins College. I was an English major like Tony. And then I moved to Big Sky when I was 34 in 2007. Wow. What brought you to Big Sky? Yeah. Basically, couldn't afford Jackson Hole. Um, that's kind of the way that went. Like, okay. I met my, my wife, Sabrina. I met her in 1996 in Sarasota, Florida. I moved there mm. after um, college and she skied. And okay. I, I didn't. I never, I never got to ski in Michigan at all. So we started doing like week ski vacations and I just couldn't kill myself fast enough. It was so uncomfortable. I didn't have the right clothes. It was not fun at all until about the sixth one where I learned how to get down the mountain. And we were in Jackson Hole at this awesome uh, New Year's party in 1999. So we're like, oh, well, we're consulting. You know, let's look around for a condo here. And it was so expensive. And we were complaining about our dinner that night. And one of my friends said, you should check out Big Sky. Hmm. Um, so we did that and we really liked it. And back then it was reasonably affordable. Wow. Not anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we moved out here and we traveled for work. So we had a small consulting company and we had to fly. You know, you fly from Florida or fly from Montana. It's pretty much the same deal. Mm-hmm. So we ended up staying out here and where we are. Now we have a, uh, 14-year-old and a 12-year-old in school here and uh, living in the mountains. Wow. So I have so many questions about Montana. So what's the closest? Does Big Sky have an airport? No. Um, We have to go to Bozeman. Bozeman. Okay. Mm. All right. Gotcha. Yeah. We were talking off air. I've, you know, and Littles know I've played Montana a lot. And my uh, cousin had a house in Missoula Mm -hmm. at one point. He doesn't anymore. But he, you know, avid hunter and stuff. So he loved that area. Right. I've never been. You never been, that's right. You've never been to Montana. I've never been to Montana. Yeah. Now, the big question I have, <laughs> I'm just going to laugh because I'm. she's like, you're not going to ask him this. I'm like, of course I'm going to ask him this. Are you a fan of the TV show? I knew it. Oh, of Yellowstone. No, no. Big Sky. 
Oh, Big Sky. I haven't watched it. Okay. I heard it. I heard it's kind of a soap opera thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but Chuck not likes that not like stuff. a daytime soap opera. <laughs> I mean, it's like a cop show, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's oh. it's really good. Okay. I love it. I have not watched it. So yeah, I don't. Have to watch it. I don't if know it, if it was. Has your endorsement. Oh, okay. Reba McIntyre was starring. Yeah, the last, she was a guest season. star, but like for the whole season, yeah. not just like one episode. It was like the storyline. Yeah, she was like the main storyline, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know if it survived the strike. To be honest, I don't yeah. know if it's coming back or yeah. not. But yeah, I really, yeah. and of course, it's all. I, it's probably not filmed out there, mm-hmm. but wherever they film it, it's gorgeous. Yeah, the country. It's. it's but you absolutely. mentioned Yellowstone. Do you watch that? Um, I watched the first two seasons. I'm kind of between shows now, so yep. I might go back. Mm-hmm. But it's, a, it's, I don't know. Yeah. You know, they kill so many people, and then there's like. Okay, spoiler no alert. <laughs> well, here's the thing um, <laughs> Chuck and I were visiting. Yeah, we have an awkward, we were, very awkward <laughs> We were visiting story. my aunt and uncle up in Vermont, and, you know, we were staying with them, and one night they're like, oh, have you ever tried watching Yellowstone? And we we're like, no, like, what's it about? And, you know, Kevin Costner and all this stuff. So we we're like, yeah, sure, throw it on. We'll, we'll give it a right. try. And now, just so, for the record, <laughs> we tried the same thing with them, and yeah. we suggested The Office. Yeah. And that lasted like 30 seconds. Yeah. Like, no, we don't get this. Yeah. We're not into this. But okay. they're also those people that, you know, they'll throw something on the TV yes. and then immediate, immediately bury their heads into their phones or iPads. Yeah. So they're not well, really because they've seen it. So, paying attention. Yeah. So anyway, we're well, watching. Let's a- wait, wait. Let's ask. <laughs> do you remember the first episode of Yellowstone? <laughs> Ever. Ever? I do not. Okay. okay. All right. Well, well yeah. there was some pretty steamy moments that made for a very uncomfortable Let's just go there, Roxy. feeling. There's these two, they she <sighs> he, she he rips her clothes off, he drops his pants and they start going at it. It was like very right there on the screen and we're like sitting in the living room with, with her my aunt, aunt and uncle, uncle and was we're just first, like And was this the first time I'd ever met them? No. No, okay, no. All right. All right. But it was just very awkward, and now I associate that show with that experience, and, and I will never other, watch it ever. We're looking at each other like, okay, this is so <laughs> awkward. But they're, luckily, they're not paying attention. They're not paying attention, we're but like they've looking seen over, it before. Hoping that they're not going to look up, because then it's going <sighs> to be a thing. It was just very yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I probably will never watch now, the show. Now, from my understanding, though, that's like the only time there's been a scene like that in that show. Oh, really? I, that's not my understanding. Uh, well, see, that's my theory with Netflix. All right, we have to get back to Steve here. <laughs> It was very awkward. Tangent. Done. Um, <laughs> all right. Yep. And so, and <laughs> trying to get this back. <laughs> Let's get this back on track. Where'd you go? I know you said you were an English major. Where'd you go to school again? I went two years at University of Florida. Oh. Um, I'm a Gator fan. Mm-hmm. And then I, my last two years, I was at Rollins College, which is just outside of Orlando in Winter okay. Park. Oh, gotcha. okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And did you want? Oh, did you want to be a writer? Is that why you went? You were an English major, right? I didn't really know what I wanted to do, but mm-hmm. I know I enjoyed those classes. Okay. Yeah. Especially at Rollins, the you know there, I'd be in a class with like twelve people, and we would read Moby Dick and then write about mm-hmm. it and talk about it. That's yeah, pretty good way to get through school, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Now, cool. is there a reason you transferred, or? Oh yeah, I was very immature and um, <laughs> uh, irresponsible. <laughs> Totally irresponsible student. That's I okay. I didn't go to class. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I took a little time off and then. Uh, oh, I see. And then you and went then back. Gotcha. And went to Rollins. Gotcha. Great. Okay. And so Rollins, is that what it's called? Yep. Rollins okay. College and yep, so it's in Winter Park, Florida. And that's a smaller, like, liberal arts college, I'm assuming? Yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's, it's about the same size as my high school. Yeah. It sounds like where I went to college. Five, yeah. five 6,000 kids. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, when you said there was like. 12 or that's how my music classes were it was amazing a big fan of that the honestly. smaller schools yeah yeah mm-hmm. and you're a big fish in a little pond yeah you know especially if you're in the performing arts you can get some more hands-on experience i mean i will say there's some downfalls because then the talent pool is you know when you want to be a, involved in like a, a big production you can't you right. know like mm-hmm. yeah so we always had to do the smaller shows yep. and stuff like that yeah but, yeah all right excellent now you moved all around so i love always asking this question where does your fandom lie? What's your favorite sport, your favorite teams, things like that? Well, my, my favorite team is anything Florida Gators, even though I didn't finish up there. The, mm. I love the Gators. My favorite sport is golf. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but I grew up playing everything but golf and everything but skiing. My best sport was tennis growing up, but I played a lot of basketball, baseball, some hockey early in Michigan. and But then when I graduated high school... I actually went out to um, a place called Northport Point, Michigan, 
and I was the tennis pro out there. Oh, wow. But when I was out there, playing, we would play like nine holes of beer golf uh, with my buddies, and I kind of got hooked on golf. So now two sports I do are golf and skiing, and I didn't do those early in my life at all. Yeah. Um, but those are my two favorite. And golf is actually my favorite by a long shot. I play as much as I can. You know, there's six months a year. Yeah, I was just going to ask you about that. Like, you moved from Florida to Montana, but it sounds like Florida's the place to be if you want to play golf. The things you'll do for your wife. Yeah. Um, Yeah, trust me. I understand, sir. (laughs) Now, wait, I have a question. Blink twice if she's there over the phone with you right now. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) She is not. Okay. She shuttled me upstairs to uh, do this in peace, but um, she didn't love Florida, and I love it out here. I, I do miss when the skiing is not good, like right now it's terrible, then I really miss the golf. Yeah. But when you can ski, I'm okay with it. But, yeah, I love golf. So, okay, two questions. Beer golf? What yeah. was that? Yeah, I, was, I still drink beer when I golf. But um, beer golf, when we played, this is the early 90s, basically you get a whole bunch of beers, go play, and if you lose a hole, you know, you have to chug a beer. You did that kind of thing. Oh. Um, and that's how, that's how I got, that's how I got hooked on golf. Sure. Sure. Like, and that's maybe I'm hooked on beer and golf. And that's why I had to leave the university of Florida. <laughs> this is why I didn't make it. Right. Um, so then my other question is, do you get to, is there a lot of golf in Montana? I assume there would be. Yeah. It's probably you, beautiful. Yeah. If the weather, like no, you're saying now is there's great golf. Here, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. So we start playing in Bozeman in like May 1st. Okay. Okay. And then my club here is called Spanish Peaks Mountain Club. It opens around June 10th and then it closes around October 10th. Oh, okay. Um, so basically we get like four months. Yeah. I was gonna um, say, that's not a terrible. Lot of years, like this year, even though the club wasn't open, I walked holes until November. Oh, wow. 10th. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. Sometimes you have to work at it, but, you you know, basically I get about five, five and a half months of golfing. Cool. Okay. Cool. Cool. Great question, Roxy. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm just curious. I mean, there might be, I don't know, if the weather's sort of mild, there might be some public courses that are still open that you could go to to, while you're waiting for the skiing to start. (laughs) If it's mild. You know, um, they'll let you walk until covered in snow. And yeah. There's no snow in Bozeman. Wow. Right yeah. When do you normally start seeing snow? There yesterday. Oh, wow. That's yeah. warm. That is warm for up there. Yeah. Uh, and then real quick before we take a break, uh, since it's your favorite sport, uh, who's your favorite golfer? Right now? Um, or all time. I don't know. You know, like when I first started playing a lot of golf, I rooted for David Duvall mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Ernie Els. Mm-hmm. I really like those guys. You know, I don't even know who my favorite is now. I might have said John Rahm until he went over to the Saudi. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, that answers know. that question um, I had. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. I mean, that's probably way too much golf talk anyway already. So we're okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> you never have enough golf. Talk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> never enough golf talk. All right. Hear that, little? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of, we have to take a break, but don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. This is the Loyal Littles Podcast with Chuck and Rox. Golf with Tony, golf with Tony. I'd rather have a piece of bad baloney. This I tell you, brother. He might just smack you with his potter. Golf with Tony, golf with Tony. He'll talk about how Barry Trotz is phony, shaking every other golf ball in the frickin' water. get drunk cause you'll feel numb at the conclusion cause he won't talk to you 
Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. And Roxy, we're lucky enough to have Steve Sigourney with us, now yes. that I know how to say it. And, uh, you know, the one thing we didn't get into is the whole reason we're here, Tony Kornheiser. How did you become a little? How did that all happen? So this is great. And it was either 02 or 03, whenever they started streaming his show on ESPN.com, uh-huh. I was doing some work out in San Luis Obispo, California, and I would have to get up early because I was out there working, but I was working remotely for somebody in Atlanta. So I had to get out up early and I stumbled across Tony's show and it was the perfect time because, you know, this is like early streaming days Yeah, and they did not cut out for commercials. Yep. So during the commercials, (laughs) you could hear Gary and Nigel and whoever else was there. And they would like be cussing yep. and you know yelling at each other, and you could hear it. It only lasted like a week, but I was hooked immediately then. So I think that was '02, maybe '03, and yeah. So I've been listening ever since. You know, for a lot of those years, he was just on the radio, but you could stream it on ESPN, and then eventually, obviously, the podcast. And uh, yeah, no, I think it's great. Tony and I have a lot of the same interests: golf. English majors and similar, I think, sense of humor. I'm all about the smart and funny and, and as sarcastic as you can be. It's fantastic. I was, I was actually going to ask you guys, though, like when the show kind of turned at COVID, like I really miss Gary and Tori sure. and Jeannie and Kevin Sheehan. You know, I'm not still listening. I still love it, but I kind of miss those guys. And I, I like it when Saliza comes back and he sits with him at Uncle Benny's table. Yeah. I'm not sure why, like, Gary doesn't come back and Tori and Jeannie's come back a few times. Yeah. Well, if you're asking me why, you know, I don't know. I mean, they just have the new... I'm just wondering, what you, do you miss those guys, too? Oh, of course. I mean, that's kind of why we started this podcast in a way. I mean, we've had all of those people you mentioned on our podcast, which has been yeah, yeah. amazing to us. Yeah, oh, of course. I absolutely miss them. And it's a uh, matter of fact, I don't know if you know about Tori's podcast, uh, Chatter on Books. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a big fan. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, she has. It, I highly recommend it just because, if, if, are you, Tori, don't hate me if you're listening. But a lot of times, I mainly just love listening to the open because she'll have Claude is a lot of times doing the stuff in the studio. Mm-hmm. And David Aldridge is one of her co hosts. Yep. And so, you know, and then occasionally Gene will come on. So you get a little taste of. You get a little taste of it. You know, yeah. you hear Tori and I love Tori, you know, and, mm-hmm. and just and she's been so kind to us. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just it gives me a little flavor of the old Tony Kornheiser show without Tony, sadly. Mm-hmm. But it's something, yeah. you know, and I just love it. It gave me a little taste. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And obviously you can listen to Kevin almost every day, you know, on his podcast. Yeah, yeah. And uh, stuff like that. I mean, it's very D.C football relate you know centric but you know at least you're hearing the voice and stuff like that so yeah no oh my gosh i absolutely miss it we we all miss the old show i mean that's a very common what you just said there are two actually two very common things you said about one of your favorite things those moments when they were talking on the breaks and talking freely we'll just say it that way and you know a lot of times i wonder roxy maybe we should do that like we should just air that that's oh i don't (laughs) think people want to hear the things that come out of my mouth um, but no, you know what I mean? It's just, I don't know. It just made it real, you know? Yeah, and, sure. of, and of course, you know, we, yeah, yeah. We miss everyone at uncle Benny's table, you know? And yeah. That's, but that's, the thing about the, so I don't listen still. Yeah. I still don't consider myself a true little because I don't listen to the podcast religiously really at all. Well, Usually, I'll you know, Chuck will play yeah. me segments, but it's rare that I'll listen to a whole episode on my own. Yeah. But what I will say from what I've gathered is You know, I know people have their opinions about what it is now, but I think what's really special and cool about the show as it is right now is that he's getting to spend some time with his son that maybe he didn't, he didn't used to really have. So it's a chance for them to bond and knowing how important family is, at least to me um, and my relationships with my parents and things like that, like it hits home a little bit. So I personally don't mind hearing it when I do listen, but again, I don't listen religiously. So maybe two, five, 600 episodes in, maybe I would get sick of it. I don't know. I don't know, but that's just my two cents. Yeah. (laughs) That's funny that you just mentioned like a number, like 600 episodes or something. I'm, I'm guessing I've listened to like 10,000. Yeah. Well, I got to be honest. Oh, yeah. I definitely under, under. Yeah. Well, no, this is the funny part. So Mm -hmm. there's been a couple of times and it's very nice of Tony to even 
drop our podcast name on his podcast. Yeah, yeah. But occasionally he'd have fun with it and someone will write in and say, you know, Chuck and Roxy number 280. And he's yeah. like, how many freaking episodes do these people do? <laughs> and I'm sitting here thinking like, now don't, nowhere near how don't, don't forget the now, he does. We're, we are very ambitious for a podcast of this type. Yeah. Okay. And I'm a dope for that. Okay. Yeah. But I had these ambitions of doing like four days a week because oh whenever gosh. Tony's not on, I want to yeah. do a podcast. But it's a lot harder to do yeah, on your own. Two a week is Without too help. many, but yeah. we do it because that's what our listeners and that's what I've done and mm-hmm. that's what they're used to and whatever. It's a lot. It's way too much, but we love doing it. I love doing it, but you know, it cracks me up because I'm like, okay, you realize Tony, you've probably done 28,000, yeah. you know, not just 200, you know, yeah. I, I don't know. I think because he never put numbers on his yeah. and I didn't intend to either, uh-huh. but it just started that way when we started reading emails from past guests. And I was like, you know, some, I, maybe someone even asked or like, it'd just be helpful if we knew what episode Yeah. and we didn't have a website back then either. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't as easy just to go and type their name and get their episode. And right. there it is, you know? Right. So, yeah. You know, did you, did you hear it was probably like a month ago. Somebody said the second Roxy episode 790, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> like, they don't have that many episodes. Yeah, he was even like, that's not true. He's like, he even he knew, like, okay, that's not, that's I made up. I think I heard that one. Yeah, and people yeah. are vying to be 511. They're already trying to, you know, they're I'm like, just glad I'm reserving a... 511. Right, yeah. And everyone, most people are like, that has to be Tony. My, one of my favorite people on earth, Steve Spurrier, 5 and 11. He was the coach at Florida when I was a freshman. Oh, Florida nice. When I never went to class, was, football was so much fun. Yeah. yeah. No, that's great. Yeah. I mean, we've got some, you know, good numbers. And, and my favorite one is that we swear I was not clever enough to do this, especially this early in the podcast. But I did not realize that Jamie Julian and Robert Berg, who are married, they got married at Chatter. Okay. They are episodes really? five and 11. <laughs> Jamie is five. <laughs> Robert Berg is 11. Yeah. And I swear that was n- very unintentional. It just happened. Yeah. And I love it. And mm-hmm. I know they love it. So, mm-hmm. well, listen, Steve, we can't thank you enough for coming on to meet the littles. Now, you know, we have some fun, dumb questions for you, right? I'm ready for the fun and the dumb. All right. Roxy, take it away. Okay. What was your favorite toy growing up? That is a solid question. Probably would have been, uh, we had a ping pong table Ooh. that my, uh, step-grandfather made for us mm-hmm. that was shorter than regulation. Huh. Um, but I really enjoyed playing ping pong nice. in the garage in Saginaw, Michigan. All right. Solid choice. Love it. In Saginaw, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Love that song. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying to remember. I know that song, too. I don't know who sang it. Uh, but the more famous Saginaw reference is uh, the Paul Simon. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. yeah. I love that song, too. All right. What is one special hidden talent you have that no one else knows about? Um, God, I wish I had one. I, I don't really have a lot of talent. Um, <laughs> I've become really good at not working. Um, we sold our company about, about a year and a half ago, and uh, I haven't worked except for I'm substitute teaching at the school. So maybe that's a hidden talent that yeah. nobody knows about. I'm pretty. I'm pretty good sub. Yeah. That's great. Hey, let's go back because we never, uh, I don't know, I'm a dope. We didn't even ask you. Did, have you ever gotten a hole in one? Oh, yeah. I've had two. What? Five iron. One in Sarasota and one here in Big Sky at our uh, signature hole at Spanish Peaks Mountain Club number 15. If you Google it, it's a pretty awesome hole. Wow. And uh, yeah, I've had two of them. Wow. Good for you. Right. That's great. Those are things you might want to mention in an interview next I time. I know. That's you know, big stuff. Talking about golf. This, this, this might be my first and last interview of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Such a highlight. Yeah. I'm impressed. We've yeah. had a lot of people that have had hole-in-ones. Yeah. Yeah. You know, even yeah. though poor Tony. Maybe someday. <laughs> I can't wait. He's got to do it. Yeah. He'll do it. Roxy's dad has had one. He has. And he just did it a couple of years ago. Yep. He's 65, right? When he was When he was yeah. 65, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Roxy, what's next? Okay. If you could have dinner with anyone from history, who would it be? Um, well, being an English major, uh, my favorite poet is T.S. Eliot, so mm-hmm. I'd probably say T.S. Eliot. Cool. Okay. I'm guessing he would look down on me as being sort of a lowbrow from Sag Nasty, but <laughs> I would still like to talk to him. That'd be great. Yeah. Okay, I cannot wait to tell all my friends about this. Yeah. So we come up with nicknames for, well, we already laid one on you for Montana, mm-hmm. you know. But Sag Nasty has never come into play. Yeah. Nasty has come into play, mm-hmm. but not Sag Nasty. I love that. Oh, Cincinnati. Yeah. Oh, they're kind of encroaching on our nickname. Ah. 
Oh, it's your nickname. Okay. Love it. Oh, hell yeah. You know, Cincinnati's not great, but it's not stagnant. Yeah, that's true. I, I'll give you that. Yeah. It's definitely more nasty than Cincinnati. Absolutely. So, all right, listen, what's one movie you love so much that you know you will be best friends with another person just by them loving it as well? Um, probably the Shawshank. Ah. Yeah, that's yeah. one of my favorites. That's solid. And hard not to love. Roxy's even seen that one. I have. Great movie. All right. It was fine. It was better than the oh, other, some of the other ones. Roxy. What, what's your favorite movie, Roxy? What's, what's, what's my favorite movie? Oh, it's probably like Barbie now, right? No. no. No, honestly, I don't know if I have a favorite. I have a favorite. The Diaries. What are those? Princess Diaries? Oh, Princess Diaries for sure yeah, is see, on I the list. I know what her favorite movie is. Um, you know, any Fred and Ginger movie. Oh, that's from, true. She's, she's an old I'm soul. I'm an old soul, so I love all the old MGM movie musicals, the golden age of movies, but yeah. All right, what's next, Rocky? <laughs> all right, if you could be a cartoon character for a week, who would you want to be? Definitely Homer J. Oh, Okay. Homer J. Simpson. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I knew who oh, it was. Nice. Roxy, I don't think you yeah, knew. Yeah, I knew. <laughs> did you know? Yes, I did. He just said Homer J. Yeah, oh. but... Do we know what the J stands for? I don't. It's just J. There's it's... a whole episode about it. Oh, well, I figured there must be. <laughs> you know, I was hit or miss with that. It's I didn't... It's J-A-Y, I think. Oh, okay. Oh. oh, that's... Okay, I get you. No, see, when it first came out, I was like my hardest years in high school and so it was like i didn't really i watched a couple episodes here and there and of course my parents didn't really love it and that's just mm -hmm. never really got into it and then later in life i started watching it and then you know it's kind of like south park for me where in the beginning i watched it religiously and then it just kind of faded away it's amazing that that's still going on mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. that's yeah it really is i haven't i always thought when i retired and i had extra time that i would uh, watch more simpsons but i haven't yeah <laughs> nice all right, and if you could squirt one condiment from your finger, what would it be? Oh, no, definitely salsa, like good salsa. Ooh. Probably the hot sauce at Chipotle. Oh, That's okay. That's probably what I would do. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. I would put that on most things. Yeah, nice. all right, excellent. Nice. All right, rapid fire, Roxy. All right, smooth or crunchy peanut butter? Crunchy. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars for sure. Cake or pie? Pie. Cherry pie. Nice. With Michigan cherries. Oh, Ooh, okay. very specific. Okay. All right, Brady Bunch or the Partridge Family? Brady Bunch, because I never watched the Partridge Family. Okay. Okay. Single sink or double sink? <laughs> Single. Yes. I'm not dead. I'm not Tony. I don't have any double sinks. <laughs> Love, it. Love it. All right. And Uranus jokes, not funny or never not funny? Oh, never not fun. Excellent. All right. Well, thanks, Steve, for coming on to Meet the Littles. We really appreciate the time. Is there anything you have to plug, and how can people get in touch with you if you want to be gotten in touch with? Oh, well, they can email me or text me either way. My email is Stephen T 1972 so S-T-E-V-E-N-T-1972 at Gmail. Okay. And my phone number is 941-928-1100. Text me one and all littles. All good. Okay. All right. All right. Careful what and you wish for. I know. I was just thinking that. <laughs> and as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this. Over or under? You know, we're an under. Oh. I'm here. Okay. And it doesn't really bother me either way, but I'm glad I aligned with Chuck Todd. Oh. Um, so that's good. Now, but do you Chuck Todd it? Do you know what that means? No, I'm, I, I don't go that far. Okay. You don't go that far. Okay. Nice. All right. He's a if nice. You, if you're having me over, I'll eat whatever you feed me, and I will not mess with your toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very good house guest. Love it. Love very it. Very good house guest. All right, Steve. Thanks again for coming on to Meet the Littles. We really appreciate the time. Hey, thanks a lot, Chuck and Roxy. It's really fun. All right, all you loyal listeners. We'll be right back. This is Joe Magnum from Pittsburgh, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast, and thank you, Steve, for coming on to Meet the Littles. As always, a good time, Roxy. Always. So let's just burn right into these emails, because Chuck has a production meeting, and then he has to get to the theater for rehearsal, and it's going to be a long day. Okay, here we go. We heard from Bobby Gottfried, episode 12. From the, I really thought this one had a shot to make the air files. We have a couple of these today. Here's an email <laughs> I sent to Mr. Tony a week and a half ago. Mr. Tony, what do you do when you're the Denver Zoo and you have a baby orangutan and you don't know who the father is? You call Reginald, of course. But if he's too busy picking football games, the clear next choice is paternity news in Maury Povich. This past Monday, just having received a Lifetime Achievement Award from the Daytime Emmys, Maury 
was the zoo's guest of honor to reveal whether the 30-year-old Barani, I think is how it's saying, or 16-year-old Jaya is the father of the four-month-old Siska. Siska? <laughs> S-I-S. Bobby, you're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> and, then he, and then he put, Barani, you are the father. And then he, ha- he attached a video for that. Yeah. Then we're here for Brian Becker, episode 83. Dear Choxy, first, what a great time my wife had at Roxy Fest on December 30th. The Christmas spectacular is underselling how incredible the show actually is. Add in the after show mingling at McHale's, and it was truly a memorable day for us both. I think she even reached tiny status after this. Oh, that's great. Oh, yay. Second, at McHale's, Ritz, Claire, and I were talking about visiting all 30 Major League ballparks and wondered aloud if extra efforts should be made to visit Oakland's piece of crap park in the A's final year there. What are your thoughts on this? Brian Becker. Mm. P.S. Make sure that Roxy has some fried cheese curds when she comes out to visit Milwaukee. Now, that's already been done. Roxy's been to Milwaukee before. We played I, have, I don't think I've had fried cheese curds. Yes, you did. We definitely tried Did them. I? Yeah. I'm did pretty, I? I'm 99% sure we tried them. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We played Milwaukee about 10 years ago. We were yeah. here with White Christmas. Wow. Wow. I know, right? Isn't that crazy? And yeah, so I'm pretty sure you have tried them, but we'll try them again. And about the Oakland Athletics. Um, look, I did it with Montreal. Montreal was one of the worst, but I just wanted to do it to say I was there. I got to be honest. I didn't think it was as bad as people have said. It's definitely not great. It's just a bowl. And, of course, it sucked because, you know, half the place is empty. But I will say, because of that, I got a seat right down front. So, I mean, for, like, little money. So you can get great seats there for almost free. So I would say try to do it at a time when they're playing somebody that either your team or if that doesn't happen next year, then, you know, someone of, you know, consequence. You know, someone that you want to see play up close because you can get right down close. So Yeah. All right. Then we heard from Ritz. Hey, Chuck and Roxy. Now that some other rum-dum has spoken up again about my favorite worst song, uh, don't even get me started on this, I figured I'd share my letter with you since, once again, I failed to make the cut on the big show. It says, hi, Dr. Tony. Let me chime in on the latest game in town, the worst rock-pop song of our childhood. The list begins and ends with Seasons in the Sun by Terry Jackson. <laughs> I'll apologize now for the collective groans among your audience. I'm sorry, I don't hate that song. I'm not saying it's the best song ever. I just don't hate it. The song was released at the end of 1973 at a time, unfortunately, it coincided with kids my age getting their first AM radios. Remarkable. Seasons in the Sun spent three weeks as the number one song on the Billboard Hot 100 list and stayed in the Billboard Top 40 through the summer. But it is the sound of a busload of pre-adolescent girls singing the refrain, we had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun, that is forever seared into my memory. Interestingly, the song is an adaptation of a 1961 song by Brel called La Moribonde, I think is how it's said, which mm. was then translated by Rod McEwen and performed by the Kingston Trio. Jax, a Canadian singer and songwriter, further adapted the lyrics. At one point, he worked with the Beach Boys to record the song. According to Mike Love, the song was so wimpy, we had to throw it out. While we're on the subject of sappy songs of the 70s, I want to mention that Barry Manilow, whose Mandy has been mentioned on the podcast, opened a show on Broadway earlier this month, Harmony, which achieved great acclaim after a successful off-Broadway run last year. Regards from New York City, Ritz, mildly popular third wheel of the Loyal Littles podcast, slightly better than a monkey. Now, yes, (laughs) we learned all about Harmony because Lorna's husband is playing. He's the associate conductor for the show. So we got to have dinner with them and we talked all about it. Yeah. Now, and we haven't seen it yet, but we're going to hopefully go see that soon. When yes. I get back. So, exactly. All right. Then we heard from Mike McCarthy, episode 163, Chuck and Roxy. In the email segment, episode 285, I was amazed to learn Dave Spector, episode 13, was tracking the number of Orlando Magic fan littles. Then I began wondering if I was one of the three. So I went back and listened to my episode 163 to make sure I identified myself as a Magic fan. I did. 18 minutes, Ooh. 10 seconds in. <laughs> I have to admit, I was not familiar with the Magic theme song, but my only home game was in 1993 when I was visiting my parents. I have since gone out to YouTube and listened to the catchy theme song. In 2008, during the Magic Lakers NBA Finals, I walked through Disneyland with a Magic t-shirt without any reaction from the locals. I am also excited that the Magic Show now have an exciting young team with a winning record. All right. All right. Then, uh, basically, uh, this didn't happen. Uh, Lee Gordon, episode 80. Eggnog is basically melted ice cream, so, of course, you can freeze it. You can even eat it frozen, but if you thaw it out, it will be just fine. So that's information for life. We kind of went into that, and we got a bunch of those. uh, Interesting. Yeah. Well, 
wasn't it last time I read something like uh, it is dairy? So you know, yeah, it's like anything yeah. Else. <laughs> I just don't. There's just certain things that that just seems weird to me. Like if you freeze milk and then you, I just I don't. Yeah, no, I'm not a milk drinker anyway. But even if it's like chocolate milk, if you froze it and then defro, I don't know. I just. Mm-hmm. All right, Chris Campbell, episode 259. Dear Chuck and Roxy, love the wedding picture ornament. For the last few years, our elves have gotten ornaments for the kids from pictures of that year. Eventually, each kid will take their ornaments as they start their own traditions. I love oh, that. Oh, that's I amazing. I really love that idea. Uh, it's a great idea. And he sent some pictures of that. Chuck and Roxy, happy new year to you both. Hopefully, it's a great one. Chuck, I know you don't have a ton of time with rehearsals, but there are a few breweries. You may want to check out while you're in Milwaukee. So, Roxy, we'll have to make sure when you get here. Um, yes, please. The first one is the 1840 Brewery. Cool little place with great beer. The Mobcraft Brewery. Good beer and great food. Broken Bat Brewery. That sounds fun. Oh. Beer was just okay. But then they have a frigging indoor wiffle ball field. We <gasps> definitely have to go check that out. Yeah. Even if we don't drink the beer. We'll get cheese curds and play wiffle ball. Okay. If you get any free time, I'm up for trying to grab breakfast or an early lunch. I'm hoping to make Chuck Fest. Chris Davenport, episode 65. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Littles, once my show, we're in rehearsals, two to ten every day. And then we have meetings before that and stuff like that. So, for the first, like, week and a half, and then we have tech. That's why Roxy's not coming until the end of the month. Because I'm like, there's no point in you coming. Because I I just won't see you. You know what I mean? I'm at the theater all day and all night. So, once we open, though, we'll be here for, like, two weeks. And that's why we're going to schedule you to come out and stuff like that. Yes. So, yes. Right. George Mallet, episode 93. He says, I thought I had a more specific email than this. He, he used the website, which is what, Roxy? LoyalLittlesPod.com. You can reach us there at all costs. And this is what he did. At any rate, I keep missing you, Chuck. I was in Milwaukee for the last two days with my boy. We might have just missed each other in Indiana, too. I'm in South Bend, Indiana now. Let me know if you get close and we'll say hi. So we've I've already reached out to George and we're going to hopefully yeah. make that happen because that's a crime that I keep missing him. Like that. <laughs> He's definitely someone I want to meet up with. All right. Yes. then Bill Skidder, episode 253. Chuck and Roxy, happy holidays. I hope that the Loyal Littles universe continues to grow in both quantity and influence in 2024. I also apologize for not sending you a Christmas card. I did not recognize my omission until I received your wonderful card. I will remedy the error next year as soon as I decide what unworthy relative is purged from my current list. <laughs> now let's stop there for a second. There's no need to apologize. Okay. No, not at we all. We just what we did. We wanted to make sure we acknowledge our supporters and our friends of the podcast. You know who have done things for us and who have generously supported the podcast financially and stuff like that. No need to return the favor. I mean, that's our just what we wanted to do to say thank you again. Yes, you know, for yes. all you do for the podcast. So no need to feel bad about not sending it. It's okay. There's no no hard feelings. I assure you. He then continues. I agree with Roxy that Glory is not a movie that should be shown to middle school students. However, before the rise of the DVD, certain movies on VHS were edited and released for use in the class. At one time, I had a copy of Glory suitable for the classroom. I do not believe I ever played it for my kids. I usually restricted my video selections to under 10 minutes. I felt anything more was just wasting time in the classroom. Bill Mm. Skidder, episode 253. Yeah, Roxy could have used that for sure. Um, I wish you were my teacher. Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) All right, and then finally, dear Choxy. So, Chuck Flees Town. There's no bowling update? Nothing? Not even a mention? I see how it is. (laughs) <laughs> you get Lock and Fora, Sydney and Saliza on the pod, and bowling goes out the window. Well, we'll just have to go to Ritz for the update. He won't let me down. <laughs> Christmas. Have I got a doozy for you? My brother comes in from out of state with his two dogs. He can't leave them in the hotel alone for the day, so they join us for Christmas dinner and the whole deal. Now, this totally made me think of Christmas vacation. I got to uh-huh. be honest. Okay. Uh-oh. With the cat. Yeah, that, I <laughs> yep. don't know why. It just made me feel about that. Then he says, little do we know, they aren't indoor trained. Also, they are puppies. They spent the day running around the house, chasing the resident dog, as well as peeing and crapping wherever and whenever they felt like. No. The finale, including one of them digging, yes, digging into the couch cushions while trying to maul my 10-year-old. No. A secondary plot involved one of the guests, who is not Catholic, trying to receive communion on Christmas Day Mass. (laughs) The person handing out the communion was the priest. This did not go over well. I'm still sorting through the debacle. With Roxy alone, with Lewis in the studio to do the pod, do you think she'll ha- she will have a better appreciation for how hard that guy's job really is? 
I mean, give the guy some leftover eggnog, something for the effort. <laughs> Here's hoping 2024 is a year of liberation for Lewis. Maybe if Roxy <laughs> is out Irish step dancing one day, the poor bastard can escape into the light. <laughs> FYI, numbering of the podcast with a decimal is going to screw everything up. Episode 300 will really be 301. 400 will really be 401. Think about it. We need an episode zero or maybe a negative one. Episode 178, <laughs> A-B-T-A-H-S, where the hell is my bowling update? Okay. Ah. Should we do it real quick? It's, it, we, yes. We can't wait for, for Ritz anymore. I mean, it's not Ritz's fault. I just want to throw that out there. It's just our schedules have been crazy. We're doing this when we can. So, yeah. So, basically, the bowling update is we finished ninth. So, Roxy yep. had that, the second yes. Yeah. And we finished in ninth. Ritz's team, I don't know what the hell happened. They were in second for, like, the last four weeks of the season, and then mm -hmm. they finished fifth. Now, there's yep. still some weirdness because apparently the team that was eighth the week before we did the playoffs finished second. So Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, there's some weirdness. But again, it's awkward. You can't go up. You know, they're handing out the trophies. What do you do when you find that out? You go up and say, whoa, 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 we want to recount? Like, you right. can't do that. No. Yeah, especially because we're supposedly a very relaxed, fun league. But it is a league and they're handing out trophies. So it's like, what do you do? Yeah, so yep. Ritz, Ritz was really upset. Uh, we'll mm -hmm. let him go more into it next time he's on the podcast but right anyway. but the next season starts at the end of the month right or february uh yeah like the beginning of february yep. yeah so yeah. We'll, we'll be back so stay at tuned it. yeah stay tuned we'll be back at it before you know it uh episode yeah. 178 all right roxy unfortunately that's all the time we have thank you for your understanding this week with the episodes and all that stuff tony threw us for a loop we were going to do a tuesday then he didn't and then we weren't sure when he was going so we just waited till the weekend we hope it was worth the wait, and thank you again for all your support and understanding while I'm out here in Milwaukee. We will get episodes out to you when we can. Roxy, tell everyone how they can get in touch with us. Go to our website, loyallittlespod.com. Everything is over there. And remember, if you do listen to us on Apple and iTunes, don't forget to give us a nice rate and review over there. It does help. I've noticed. I've seen the reviews. Maybe we should start yes. reading some of them because they're fantastic. Ooh. So we really yeah. appreciate those. Just, again, thank you for all you do. Happy New Year. Hopefully it's starting off with a bang and you're yes. staying safe and warm yes. wherever you are. And I guess that's it, Roxy. But if you do need a book, where do you go? Go to Aaron'sBooks.com. And don't forget, the most important part is if you are out shopping online tonight. Don't forget to use the code. Bye. Keep kicking, honey. Nothing's right Everything is wrong The one that I love Has left me and gone No longer will I kiss Her beautiful face Time has stopped since she's went away. There's a hole in the sky where the sun used to be. There's a place where you left me that's lonely and bleak. No stars to be seen The end of our dreams There's a hole in the sky Where the sun used to be
when I don't think of you Till I hold you again My heart will be blue There'll never be another There's no one else for me No, it's not clear why you left But it's so plain to see There's hole in the sky What the sun used to be There's a place where you've left me That's lonely and bleak No stars to be seen The end of our dreams There's a hole in the sky What the sun used to be There's a hole in the sky Where the sun used to be The Loyal Littles Podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles Podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. Good for you. That's great. Oh.